I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify, and NHM NewcastleHunterMamas.com. NHM, I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge. We're after all types of help usually uh, <laughs> in our lives. We use wine, we go for a massage once a year or once every three years. <laughs> but maybe we could do a little bit more than that. What about seeing a naturopath have you ever thought of it a lot of people are turning to naturopaths these days to sort out their stuff and we're really excited to have cody from ck health in merriweather to come into the studio and tell us more Hunter GWM Havel are proud to support NHM Newcastle Hunter Mummers. They've got stock ready for immediate delivery in H2, Canon, Canon L and H9. Did you know all vehicles are backed by a seven-year unlimited K's warranty? Inquire now. Hunter GWM Havel. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify and NHMNewcastleHunterMamas.com. We're really excited to have Cody on because CK Health won Clinic of the Year in 2018 and were awarded Micro Business of the Year in 2020. So they know what they're talking about. <laughs> they know more than kimchi and... Is it kimchi? It's kimchi. Kimchi <laughs> and kombucha. They do. <laughs> they have superior skills. You just gave us an immune booster, Cody, which I'm super happy about because I've just been hospital recently and they said the problem was that I just had no immunity. So something oh. that I'd had that was quite not severe just turned into something really severe. Right. Okay. What a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Well, start. I guess that would be really common in mums, right? Mm-hmm. Because we are doing all the things, you know, we own businesses, we've got kids, and then it just gets to a point where, you know, your immunity we all shut down. gets beaten down <laughs> because yep. you've got so much on the go. And this would be something that I see in clinic all the time. Really? I, I think tiredness or mums being a bit under the weather but it escalates into something bigger is really common is it yeah okay what would make you think so say Sarge was in hospital what would make her think to go to a naturopath do you get referred or how does it how does that kind of beginning process work yeah that's a really interesting one because I think most people well certainly it's very unusual for your doctor to say hey you should go and see a naturopath yeah. I think that's really unusual most naturopaths are nutritionists as well and mm. I am one of those and so are the other girls in my clinic so sometimes you might get a referral from a GP to talk more about your diet mm-hmm. but generally it's a friend who says hey have you ever thought about seeing a naturopath if someone, particularly if someone's been to their doctor and they feel that, you know, they just are not getting anywhere or they're not getting the resolution of their health that they want, then they might go, you know, hey, how about, you know, going to see a naturopath? And that's generally is the way it seems to come about. When you said that most are nutritionists as well, that yep. threw me because I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So that's, yeah, can you explain that? So I guess naturopathy really is a bit of an umbrella term. So it covers lots of different types of holistic therapies. So like me personally, I'm a nutritionist, I'm a herbalist. So I have a whole room of beautiful bottles of liquid herbs and I might mix and blend those together. At CK Health, we do a bit of compounding as well. So we actually have lots of different powders and we might mix those together. And it's all about... You sound like a witch. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's exactly what we we used to be called. (laughs) So that's the history. Yeah, Yeah. that's really interesting. 
Yeah. Really? Cool. Yeah, basically yeah. it is mixing different herbs and potions together. And But I like to think I'm a bit more evidence-based and, cli- <laughs> you know, clinically based now than, you know, doing yeah. that sort of thing. And, and I'm also actually a homeopath as well, although, and that's a whole other conversation. We won't yeah. even go there, but yeah. I don't tend to practice that quite as much. But yeah, it's a holistic way of looking at the whole body as opposed to sectioning it up into, you know, your thyroid or your leg mm. or it's looking at everything as a whole. Yeah. So what are the uh, most common things that you would see mums come to you about and what are the most common fixes for those out there who are listening? Yeah. So definitely the most common is that tiredness. So often people just say, oh, I don't know why I'm so tired And the first thing that I think of is, well, is there something underlying? You know, obviously, I'm going to ask things like, what's your sleep like? And if people say, well, I've got a new baby, I'm going to be asking, do you sleep through the night, for example? But there's... there's No, (laughs) no, for five years. (laughs) Next question. Well, there you go. Hello, adrenal fatigue. (laughs) Hello, one. (laughs) That could be another problem. (laughs) How much alcohol do you drink? Not enough. (laughs) Just joking. That's true. That's why you're not the naturopath. (laughs) So, you know, I think first of all, I do like to kind of get my light bulb mind on and say, is there anything underlying this? Is it just that this person is really burning the candle at both ends, working full time, has kids, running them from soccer to dancing to you know, God knows what else. Trumpet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Or is it there really, you know, there is an underlying health condition going on and I, I always start there. So apart from the tiredness, the other thing I think that we see most commonly in clinic is IBS or those gut problems. Yes. I'm bloated all the yeah. time or I've got diarrhea or I've got constipation or they're yeah. the kind of things we see. Yeah, and so what do you do to give people diets for that sort of stuff? Well, generally I would start with what are you eating? I think even with the um, tiredness, to be honest, it's like if someone's, you know, slamming three cans of V a day and, mm. and three coffees. And that's know. normal though. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's normal to do that. I'm saying it's normal that yeah. you're going to have problems if you do that. Well, yeah. that's right because you get massive fluctuations in your blood sugar and that's always going to mean that you feel really energised and then you don't. And you feel really, and you spend the whole day going up and down. But what about, obviously, cortisol levels and stuff have um, an impact on that. I mean, like, someone like me is pretty super healthy, but then you go through a time where it's really stressful in your life and all of a sudden you do have the runs all the time. Yeah. What do you do about that? Because that's not based on anything someone's eating. That's Mm. something else. There's definitely foods, though, that will exacerbate that more. So if you have a bit more fibre in your diet, for example, you tend to be less likely to get loose bowels even when you're stressed. Okay, so that's bulking cool. I up, never knew that. Yeah, yeah. so bulking up your diet a bit more with a bit more fibre means that things just move sl- move through you a bit slower, Okay, if anything. what is, is that just because you're stressed and then everything's moving faster? Is that what it is? So have you heard of the gut-brain connection? Have you mm-hmm. heard of it? Yeah. yeah. yeah so this is, this is a quite can be quite technical. I'll try and make it as... Um, dumb it down yeah, for very us much mums, dumb it down. <laughs> simplify Ask things. Ask mums on two hours sleep at night. Just dumb it right down. So there's basically a nerve that runs from the brain to the gut. And for a long time, we thought this was a one-directional nerve. It just sent messages from the brain to the bowel. But now we know the gut also sends messages back up this nerve oh, to okay. the brain. Wow. So there's little bi-directional messages going on all the time. And when this nerve isn't working as well as it should... 
It can cause problems with an increased movement of the gut. So you've got more, it's called peristaltic movement. So basically the poo is being pushed through much quicker. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And that's no nice way to say it. And that's loose stools. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, most people have tried things like Inner Health Plus or, you know, some. And I, I think that really there's lots of dietary things you can do to slow, to change that. And there is a diet called the FODMAP diet as well that oh, some yeah, people with IBS that. might yeah. have tried. Yeah. So I think that's a good What's start. What's the FODMAP? So FOD, again, it's a bit technique, but FODMAPs are basically compounds in foods that can cause more irritation to the gut. Oh, and okay. So, so like chilies. Onion or onion. Onion okay. and garlic would be yep. a couple. Sometimes it can be lactose. Yeah. Um, it can be. That's why we all have the almond milk in our coffee, <laughs> or the macadamia milk oat now. Milk, oat don't milk. oat milk. Oat, don't oat, touch oat. the almond anymore. It's I not love cool. the oat. I oh, love the oat. You are oh. so on trend. I know. Oh dear. So can can I ask though? Um, so that's that's we've touched on the parent on the parents or the mums. What about a child? Can is it? Can children? Can you take your child to a naturopath? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So. Hmm. We have a paediatric naturopath at CK oh, Health yeah. called Ruth Fellows, and she's amazing. Ruth with Fellows is at children. Your, there you go. We so, were just told about Ruth Fellows, right. yes. so that's very interesting. Yeah. So Ruth is fantastic with children. Okay. So she treats mostly people who are under the age of eighteen. Wow. Not not only those types of people, but that is her. That's mm-hmm. where she, you know she's got lots of strengths in that area. So we have anything from a child who's maybe just got a couple of little gut things going on to someone who's got autism or ADHD or food intolerances so she does that whole plethora of of um children and what about uh parents who can only get their kids to eat one thing yeah oh yes yes. (laughs) (laughs) the beige phase or the white phase or yeah I've never had that I'm so lucky I've never had that that's so lucky Mm. yes Because that even that affects your um, gut flora. Of course. Oh, so, yeah. But, hey, it's a stage and it's actually a developmental stage with children as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not wanting to try different foods is part of their development mm-hmm. and you have to make food fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really one of the things is making food more entertaining. Use, you know, get your broccoli and make it lipstick or earrings or, yeah. and then kids will start playing with See, it. See, all my pizza clocks. I see. You love pizza clocks. (laughs) I love my pizza clocks. My God, it's your favourite. It was. I really, really embraced that. Yeah, so that's great. So when when does naturopathy come in? Now you've said to us that you brought us in um, different. What were they herbs? herbs. So when does that side of it come in? Yeah, so um, the herbs are not so popular with the children, I must say. (laughs) Obviously. Oh, you can't even get them to have strawberry flavoured nurofen. That's right. So we definitely tend to use herbs more for adults. You can try them with children, like try and trick them into thinking that they're something that they're not, but it's not that easy. Um, But look, herbs are so versatile. There's anything from herbs to reduce anxiety to herbs to help you go to the toilet, to herbs to boost up energy. And in fact, when I do have tired mums, one of the places I generally would start is with herbs because you can use herbs that help nurture their adrenals so that they're not so adrenally fatigued. Okay. Yeah, right. I see. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, very fascinating. And what other sort of... Okay, so 
how often would someone? What about dads? What are dads come to you for? Dads, I would say the gut stuff is big with dads, Uh and I do. So, can you have a healthy gut based solely on beer or not? Well, it's a bit hard. No, 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 Sarge. There's no flora and fauna (laughs) flourishing solely on beer. No, let's just maybe maybe a bit of candida wood. I'm not sure. So, so how often would I need? Sorry, if I had say. I was very tired. That was my issue. How often would I need to come and see you? Uh, I think it depends how severe it is. So initially I would see someone and do a full case history with them. And like I say, I might say to them, bring your bloods in with you if you've just had some with your doctor or maybe there's some things we could be looking at, like do you have low iron? Is Mm -hmm. your thyroid working properly? If you're vegetarian or vegan, you know, do you have low B12? Mm. All of these things contribute to having good or bad energy. So I'd yeah. start with that and then I might just give them something to go away and take for a you, few so weeks. So you do the bloods with people, do you? That's really interesting. Well, I can send people for yeah. bloods, but it is not Medicare okay. rebate. So but you still look at that, do you? We yeah. do look at them. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. I might go and get some bloods done, see mm. what's going on. Everything, I'll have every problem. You should just do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are some really good results? You've, oh, you talked before about thyroid. A, a mum friend of mine had a problem where she had to go on medication because her thyroid wasn't working properly. It was like hormone mm-hmm. replacement therapy. What natural things can you do for that? Well, particularly with the thyroid, if it's underactive, generally your doctor will put you on something called thyroxin, which yeah, replaces, what yeah, replaces what the gland is actually producing or some of that. It depends how far down the track someone is with thyroid disorders. If they're just a little bit subclinical and it's not been like that for very long, I think naturally you can really make some good improvements just by looking at do they have all the key nutrients for thyroid function? So zinc, iodine, selenium, lots of minerals are important for your thyroid gland. So do they have all of those minerals or are they deficient in some of those? Okay. Cool. And what about uh, some of the successes you've had? Oh, probably the IBS, the gut yeah. stuff. It's really not that difficult. I don't think it's that hard to work out once you start looking at someone's gut flora. And we do a little bit of testing with the gut as well. We don't have to do that, but I certainly think it tells us exactly what is going on in there. And do they have certain bacteria in the gut that means that they are more prone to constipation? And then we can work directly with the gut, knowing exactly what's wrong and what isn't. And just looking at what they're eating. Some people just don't realise that Mm. something they're eating could be contributing to having constant bloating. And that's something that that reacts with them, not so much everybody. It's that's just right. their own reaction, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's more yeah. of a sensitivity. And I think this is the thing when we talked before about FODMAPs. So one of the things I really like to do is when someone is following something like a FODMAP diet is I work on healing the gut at the same time. So you don't just take those foods out and then just go, okay, they're good. And then they're on a restricted diet and people hate being on yeah, a restricted diet. Sure. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. the best way of doing it is to take the foods out, work on healing the gut, and then you slowly just reintroduce those foods. Oh. And you should be able to get to a point where you're eating a normal diet again. Maybe if it's severe, you might be bar sort of one or two foods. Wow, that's really interesting. I wouldn't mm. have thought that you could ever go back to You absolutely that. can. I mean, obviously, if you've got something like celiac, which is yeah. an autoimmune disease with gluten, you can't go back to gluten. Yeah. I mean, that's a big no-no. Yeah. But I'm talking about a sensitivity, not an immune. It's not an autoimmune disease. So you're disease. talking about getting everything 
right in the yeah. gut and then balancing it out and yeah. then maybe you can introduce it a little bit. That's fascinating. Yeah. If you want to know more, CK Health, where do we go to find you guys? So we are on Glebe Road opposite the Prince and oh, we are yeah. at cKhealth.com.au and we do a free 20-minute assessment for people if they just want to come in and have a chat with one of our naturopaths. Okay. Probably won't work for our listeners in India and America, but uh, (laughs) do you have some stuff online that they can watch as well? So we have, well, we have our website and there's a few little videos on there and we also do telehealth as well. So if anyone, I've actually got clients who are in Mexico and all over the place. So that works for our Indian people. Thank you so much, Cody. I can't wait to have a healthy gut flora and fauna sometime in my future. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Toza are proud to be partnering with NHM Newcastle Hunter Mummers and NHM I Got It From My Mama podcast. Why should you choose Toza for your family? Because they're one of the most trusted brands in the Hunter, serving families and commercial premises for over 20 years. Toza are happy to chat with you today about your family's heating and cooling needs. Just get in touch. Tozerair.com.au. I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify, and NHM Newcastle I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify, and NHM Newcastle